Welcome to the Vance Mansfield Ministries Outreach Church, Faith Over Fear broadcast. We pray this presentation is a blessing to you as we grow together through studying and rightly dividing God's living word. Thank you for tuning in with us. And now, here's your host, Pastor Vance Mansfield. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is really a continuation of our episode, the podcast, on the podcast, and the, our episode, The Parable of the Sower. And toward the end of that episode, I explained that we would talk more about what Matthew chapter 13, verse 23 said when we were dealing with the fruit that you would bring forth in some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. And I had related that to the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And some of you may be wondering where I found the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Well, in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, it said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. See, the whole concept of the seed going into the ground is understanding that in the natural, you plant seed in the earth and your body is what is known as the earth. Biblically speaking, your body is called the earth. You are the earth. So the seed that goes into the earth, the seed was the word of God. Okay, so you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And that you be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Okay, that you may prove what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God. Now, when you're dealing with Jesus making the statement that you would bring forth fruit, a lot of times people associate that to the fruit of the Spirit, which it's not wrong. Okay, that's true, but there's more to that than what a lot of people are preaching and what a lot of people are teaching. Okay, the bringing forth fruit has a lot to do with you bringing forth the manifestation of the seed. The seed is the word, okay? You bringing forth the manifestation of the seed, which is is in actuality you bringing forth the manifestation of Jesus. You are making manifest the Son of God in you, in your life. This is all part of his appearing and his coming with ten thousands of his saints is being produced in you, the saints. Now, I want to read something out of Ephesians chapter 5, and I'm going to read quite a bit here. So, if you can 
read along with with me, it would help you to grasp it because I'm going to read it first to you in the King James, and then we're going to go back and look at it uh, in a in a couple other translations. Okay, and it's it's kind of unique the reason why, but just bear with me here. Ephesians chapter five and verse one: Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Okay. So follow God as if he is your father. That is why we can cry, Abba, Father. See, he has become our father. So follow him as though he is your father. Verse 2. These are all essential keys to you walking in the perfect will of God. Okay. And walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. The Bible said the prayers of the saints are like a sweet-smelling savor unto God. Okay. So walk in love as Christ has also loved us and has given himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice. The Bible said that our praise was a sacrifice. It was our sacrifice of praise. Okay. And the prayers of the saints are as a sweet smelling savor unto God. Verse three, but fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness Let it not be once named among you. Now, I want to read this out of the Amplified. I'm going to read this verse 3 of Ephesians chapter 5 out of the Amplified Bible. But immorality, which is sexual vice, and all impurity of lustful, rich, wasteful living or greediness must not even be named among you as it as is fitting and proper among saints God's consecrated people verse 4 out of the King James says neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting which are not convenient but rather giving of thanks. And I'll read that out of the Amplified. Let there be no filthiness, obscenity, indecency, nor foolish and sinful, silly and corrupt talk, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting or becoming, but instead voice your thankfulness to God. And a lot of you are reading out of the English Standard Version, which uh, I believe it said, let there be no filthiness nor foolish talk or crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. Okay? Now let's go back to the King James. And we're going to read verse 5. For this you know, that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, hath any inheritance in the kingdom of God. Now, I want to I read this one out of the Amplified. 
For be sure of this, that no person practicing sexual vice or impurity in thought or in life, or one who is covetous, who has lustful desires for their property of others, and is greedy for gain, for he, in effect, is an idolater, which means uh, like an idol worshiper. That's what that means has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no man deceive you with vain words. For because these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Verse 7. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. Okay. The Amplified. I really like the Amplified, if you haven't noticed, especially for this this chapter here, this section of the chapter. It says, so do not associate or be sharers with them. And that's a very good explanation of don't be partakers with them. Verse 8. For you were sometimes darkness. Look at that. For you were sometimes darkness, or you were once darkness. It didn't say you were in darkness. It said you were darkness. But now are you light. It didn't say in the light. It said you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. For the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. You see that goodness, righteousness and truth. It takes all three. It takes the good and the acceptable to produce the perfect. It takes goodness and righteousness and truth to produce perfection, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. That's verse 10. Let's read that one out of the Amplified. Okay. And try to learn in your experience what is pleasing to the Lord and let your lives be constant proofs of what is most acceptable to him and have no fellowship with un with the unfruitful works of darkness but rather reprove them i think we should read this one out of the amplified as well it it really breaks down and gives you a good um, explanation. And the reason I, I read out of the Amplified on some of these parts is because I have defined all of these verses, every word and every one of these verses in the Greek. I have read these in the Greek and defined them in the Greek, which is what they uh, were translated out of was the Greek. See, they were translated to English from the Greek. So I go back to the origin to find out what the word was, what word was used and what it really meant in the time it was used in. And the reason I'm 
uh, referencing to the Amplified in this case is because it really gives a very, very close and accurate uh, explanation of a lot of these words. So it says, verse 11 in the Amplified said, Take no part in and have no fellowship with the fruitless deeds and enterprises of darkness. But instead, let your lives be so in contrast as to expose and reprove and convict them. Verse 12, for it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. Let's read that in the Amplified as well. But when anything is exposed and reproved by the light, it is made visible and clear. And where everything is visible and clear, there is light. I'm sorry, I read, uh, I'm, I read verse 13. Let, let me go back and read uh, verse 12. Uh, it said, For it is a shame to even speak of those things which are done of them in secret. Let me read verse 12 in the Amplified. That's what I meant to do. For it is a shame even to speak of or mention the thing that such people practice in secret. King James said in verse 13, But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light, for whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore, verse 14, Wherefore he said, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give you light. Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall shine, make the day dawn upon you, and give you light. See, the dead that it's speaking of here are not in the graves. The dead are dead in darkness. See, they are darkness. Verse 15. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Let's read that in the Amplified. Let's see what the Amplified says about verse 16 here. Make the very most of the time, buying up each opportunity. Because the days are evil. I'll tell you, this isn't, this isn't uh, noted, but what we're going to do is we are going to define the word days. The word days in verse 16 is defined in the Strong's as it is the Greek word hemura and it means literally the time space between dawn and dark the time space between dawn and dark and it, it's defined as meaning tame that is gentle Or figuratively, a period. 
an age, or a time. Okay, an age or a time. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be thou not unwise, but understanding that the will of the Lord is. Are you ready for this? Here it is. That the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. So, be not unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. And someone was asking me the other day about the word fear. And I believe in in relation to this verse, the word fear is in reverence, submitting yourselves one to another in reverence of God. And the reason is because God is in your brother. When you look at them, it's like looking at God. It's a piece of God. Okay? So the fruit that you are to bring forth, like I said, it has to do with the fruit of the Spirit. We're not taking that away. That is part of it. That's called the fruit of the Spirit. And it starts with love. Okay? That's why I said walk in love as Christ has also loved us and given himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Uh, that was verse 2 in Ephesians 5 that we read previously. It starts with that. The fruit that you are to produce is in actuality you are producing Jesus Christ because he was the word which was called the seed and that seed is planted in you, the good ground, the solid ground, the rich soil that can receive it and produce fruit from it. That seed is Jesus Christ. It's the word that was made flesh and dwelt among us, right? The word is in you. When the word is in you, it will take root in you and it will produce fruit. What fruit? An apple seed cannot produce an orange. And a grape seed cannot produce a walnut. A seed will only produce fruit of its own kind. God is light, in him is no darkness, so it'll produce light, right? God is love, it'll produce love. It will produce salvation, and the 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold are not tallies 
at an altar call. The 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold have a lot to do. Well, it really has everything to do with the good and perfect and acceptable will of God. And that is determined upon what the word has spoken to you. It has to do with what God has commanded you to do, what God has spoken to you for you to do. And are you willing to just give it all up and do it? Or are you going to take a more rough path? Okay. It doesn't have to do with money. It has to do with the word. And it has to do with the word of the kingdom of God. That's what, and if you're hearing this message and you did not hear the previous message on the parable of the sower, go back and listen to the parable of the sower. It's vitally important for you to understand that parable as we move through this message. If you have any questions concerning what we have taught, I encourage you to go to pastorvancemansfield.com and write to me. I want to hear from you. If these messages are a blessing to you, please let me know. It's encouraging for me to know that you guys are being blessed by this. Uh, A lot of you have written to me, and I really, really appreciate that. I want to hear from all of you. If there's any particular study or uh, subject you would like us to study, uh, we would be more than happy to do that. Uh, Just write to us and say, hey, I would like to know more about this subject or if you have a verse or even just a word that you would like us to break down and study just the word. We would love to do that. Love to hear from you. Uh, We pray that these broadcasts are a blessing to you. Please help us share these broadcasts. Be sure to like us and follow us. We're on all of the major social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, some of the other ones. So be sure to follow us, like us, subscribe to our page, And share these podcasts with your friends so that they could get a little deeper understanding. And if they have anything that they would like us to study, we would be more than happy. They can also write to us at PastorVanceMansfield.com or you can write for them uh, and just ask us. And if you would like to remain anonymous, just say, hey, I would like to remain anonymous and we won't mention your name. And until the next time, may God continue to bless you abundantly.